Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Friday rolls around again. The sun is shining. The winter racing carnival is on. Chris Nelson, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. Yes, the sun is shining outside. We've got a couple of big weeks ahead of us at Eagle Farm, kicking off tomorrow with the Oaks. Yeah, it's going to be terrific. Uh, Eagle Farm will be a good four, maybe even better than a good four, potentially, Chris. I I would say, take last week as an example, the track started out a good four and we ended up on a uh, good three uh, later on in the day when we'd had a lot of rain leading in. This time we haven't, so you'd have to suggest that we'll get to a good three again. Now, SEN Track is now on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter. You can follow us by just going to um, SEN Track on Facebook and SEN underscore track on Instagram and Twitter as well. You on Instagram, Mark? No, no. My my mother is. Really? Yeah. That's good. Well, just to keep up with the grandkids because she lives in Sydney. So she's on there and gets photos and all that. She can see the, the kids, the grandkids growing up. Oh, my grandkids, not hers. Nah. Uh, her great-grandchildren. Yeah, so. Are you on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah it has, has its advantages. But yeah. not often. Not often. No. I just... You know what old old mates are up to? Exactly. Which you don't see as much anymore. Now, what are your top three from the week? My top three from last weekend, well, they weren't hard last week, that's for sure. Uh, I, I think Desley Forster winning her first Group 1 uh, with Apache Chase, who just held on uh, to win, of course, has to be uh, number one with Jim Byrne doing the riding. They've forged, uh, forged uh, such a good partnership over the last few years as uh, Desley and Jim, and we'll speak to Jim after 9 a.m., so looking forward to that. Kiwi jockey Leith Innes, of course, won the uh, won the Derby. Mm. I can't think of the name of the one. I always mix it up. I always want to call it Pinna Turbo, but Pinarello. it's Pinarello is the name. My brother-in-law and sister's horse from Cambridge. Did they give you the tip? No. Oh. I didn't even know they were in the country. I saw they the win. Under wraps, didn't I they? saw the horse and I said to my wife, oh, those in the mountain yard, I said, those colours look like Cambridge <laughs> colours. I wonder whether it's a Cambridge horse and looked online. Yeah, they had about six, six runners in that Derby. Um, not that one they still own, Pinarello, but the others were all side um, by, from Cambridge, yeah. Jumped from 17 gate in a field of 18 and Leith Innes had it across one off the fence uh, after a few hundred metres. It was an amazing ride and interestingly, Leith Innes retired straight after the ride. said, oh, I can't go out on a bigger high than that. Mm. Good luck to him. 44 years old. I believe he's uh, got another business uh, involved, something to do with golf carts. So he'll put uh, his time into that. He says he'll never come back. That's it for him. Oh. No more comebacks. So good for Leith. Uh, and my third highlight, Alligator Blood. Now, this came from out of the blue. We'd, we'd all written this horse off. He was, you know, just going very average when hadn't. he was here. Heels well, hadn't. joined uh, Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott. And it was a phenomenal run on Saturday. It was wide all the way. It looked as though he was under pressure in the straight. He got beaten an eyelash. 
Uh, I don't know what the official margin was on the line, but he wasn't far away. And now he goes to the Stradbroke on Saturday week. What do we do with him? And I'll get to that when we get to follow, fold, or forgive. So they're your top three. They're my top three. Wow. Yeah. Big okay. week. Well, you left out. Yeah, I know. Well, that was from last Saturday. I didn't. I didn't talk about Monday. No, no, no. We're talking about the week that was, you know, and the top three from the week, not just from Saturday, Chris. Well, if you'd like to add one, feel free. I will. I'm sure you will. Mr. and Mrs. Thompson. Oh, yeah. I ben thought you were going to talk about something else. Two of our favourites. Yeah. No, I'll get to that later. Two of our favourites. Yeah, that was a surprise, Getting secretly it? married. Yes. How did that happen? What well, they, what, what happens is that Ben proposed to Steph quite a while ago, and she that. said yes. <laughs> and then when they find the time, they get a marriage celebrant, so, and um, away we go. Was that their engagement party and they got married? It was a surprise for most. I think from what I understand, because Patty bumped into her at Doombin on Wednesday. I sent her a text when, you know, found out about it and <clears throat> got a lovely reply back from her with some little hearts because I sent her some hearts. Oh, so I've worked out nice how to do those Mr. emojis. Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. I've worked out how to do the emojis. Um, but uh, Patty bumped into her and I think it was a supposed to be a um, engagement party. Yep. So what they did got married with family first and then the reception, the, ah. the engagement party sort of turned into the reception. Interesting. I think that's how it worked. But anyway, congratulations to yeah, two of our favourites, Mr. and Mrs. Thompson. Yep. Um, and Steph's back riding. We were a bit worried about her last week. She only had the one ride. But, um, now you yep, know why. Now we know why. She had a wedding. <laughs> she that had she other was things worried. to yeah, worry absolutely. about. So there you go. That's, um, that, that's my top one for the week. I thought you had another one on Monday. Well, yeah, the big goodbye. Where Look. I, I, we need to talk to Rob Heathcote to see where we go from here because it was a good win. There's some races coming up and um, cha-ching, cha-ching. Group racing for sure. Absolutely. And there may be – What uh, will you do with the winnings? Well, when, Heel, when Heels gets back from the Barossa, we'll find out how much we've won. I'd say he's probably – if he gets back from the Barossa, he exactly. might have shot through with them. He may well have. We're better take a break here on uh, The Punters Mate on this Friday morning and it's all thanks to Racing Queensland – and the Tab Queensland Racing Carnivals, where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 After the break, Matt Hoisted will join us. This is the Punters Mate on SEN. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring spread, Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Oaks Day tomorrow, Chris, another great day of racing. And yeah. the good news is, even though there are some showers forecast for tonight and a few tomorrow, um, most of the bad rain is gone and it should be a pretty good surface tomorrow. I'd say track manager Jim Roberts would be looking forward to seeing a couple of showers tonight. That'll uh, keep him from putting any irrigation on the track by, well, he's probably still have to. I think they're forecasting maybe six mils at most. So that'd be good for the track, just what he needs. I wonder how our next guest is feeling about a big day tomorrow because he's got a couple of key runners in the big races, the Morton Cup, but uh, most importantly, the Queensland Oaks. Matt Hoisted, good morning to you. Morning, guys. How do you feel on Oaks Eve uh, with uh, your runners tomorrow? Yeah, no, uh, as you may mention, any any form of, of rain will be much appreciated for, for a couple of hours tomorrow, especially, especially Taranga. In the in the main event, um, you know, she's obviously one who appreciates sting out, and yeah, it's obviously been quite a quite a windy week uh, earlier in the week here in Brisbane. So um, it was definitely doing plenty to, to dry that track out. So um, hopefully they've kept the water up to it, and uh, any extra rain would help because um, yeah, look, it was quite firm there Tuesday morning. So hopefully uh, hopefully we can can get on a, a good surface, and they can all run well on uh, tomorrow. 
Now, Matt, she's uh, six weeks between runs. We haven't seen her since Doombin on the 23rd of April when she ran second, a good second, uh, behind stablemate Canadian dancer in the Princess. Why the gap between runs? Has there been any issues there? No, not at all. It was always a plan. So uh, obviously on the back of back of her run in the Princess, she uh, had obviously already had a run at the mile. So she'd had her last two runs at the mile and had a few runs, obviously, this prep. And we're just a little bit mindful of not wanting to dower her out. So the plan was to go a month between runs into the Roses. Uh, and then obviously with all the rain that was around, we, we were planning on giving her a little tick over trial in between. And with that... Uh, the trials being cancelled through through wet weather, and, and then once that that original roses meeting was uh, postponed and pushed back a week, it just was going to mean that we we're going to have to go five weeks between runs without a without a trial, and then have to back up you know the following week into the Oaks. So we had a bit of a had a bit of a think and decided to send her to the the Sunshine Coast last Tuesday for a fourteen hundred metre jump out, uh, and then come to come straight into here rather than having having to back her up. She's a, a big scopy filly that you know doesn't doesn't uh, hold a, a hell of a lot of condition um so we we didn't want to sort of uh have her on a on a seven day backup so elected to give her the jump out and and sort of come in here it's obviously six weeks between uh runs but look she's been able to have plenty of work to keep her up to the mark and then she should relish these uh relish stepping out in trip now at the barrier draw on tuesday morning a lot of the fancied runners or the, the main favorites in the race drew horribly uh fortunately for you you drew a good gate you come into six at this stage uh, where do you see her in the run or where would you like to be in the run yeah, I think if she could hold a hold a midfield position would be would be sort of great. She's just one that she's a little bit quirky and probably not one you can really sort of liven up and do too much early. But as you said, from that gate, Karen should just be able to blend across nicely and hopefully get a little bit of cover there, sort of midfield, just as long as she's comfortable in a nice rhythm, we'll be happy. But would envision her hopefully being able to hold a spot there, sort of around that midfield. All right, let's go back a race. Uh, the Morton Cup, the group two over 1,200 metres. You've got two engaged here, shooting for gold and Tumbler Ridge. I'm very interested in shooting for gold because I've got him on top, back on the firm ground, back at Eagle Farm in a race where there looks to be very good speed. Uh, how's your confidence levels? Yeah, look, couldn't be any happier with him. Obviously, we've just got to put a complete line through that run at the Gold Coast last start. Um, we're a little bit questionable whether whether we thought he would handle it and, and look he just never did as soon as Ben let his head go his wheels were spinning there so um, look he's obviously a much better horse than that and as you said he's got a great record here at Eagle Farm getting back on top of the ground is going to be key with him and, and look he's done nothing but impress us since, since that uh, since that failure there at the Gold Coast so um, look really happy he's going to get the right sort of run in the race and um, you know, hopefully we can see that sort of explosive turn of foot that we know he's got. So we can expect to see him basically just Pretty cold early on, looking for them to run along and get home over the top of them late. That'd be the plan for Kieran? Yeah, definitely. That's his that's his, his sort of more natural pattern where he's yep. he's uh you know, he's got to sort of come out easy on him out of the gates and let him find his feet and um, you know, as you said, if that the tempo transpires it looks to be there on paper, um, you know, he should just be getting a be out the back sort of smoking his pipe and, and really looking to see him sort of let rip, uh, yeah, sort of halfway down the straight. I hope he does. Uh, Tumbler Ridge, drawing a wide gate, will get back. He'd expect to be doing uh, his best work late. Yeah, look, he's still probably questionable whether he goes goes around. The decision will be made today. He may be saved for the Hinkley Handicap next week. Okay. Uh, now go back in another couple of races, or a few, back to the Lightning, race number five. This very promising Contemptuous, who's a massive favourite of mine. My, one of my co-hosts, Blair Gibson, thinks I've got posters on the wall of this horse. <laughs> I do like him, but this is his acid test tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Look, this is his, he sort of couldn't have kind of done much more than what he's done sort of to date. So, uh, you know, 
getting to this time where we need to sort of test him, uh, you know, in this sort of grade. And look, it's obviously come up a nice race, have a, you know, obviously a really strong of, or healthy respect of, of Boom Nova. You know, she's obviously airborne at the moment, but um, look, our bloke comes in fresh after having a little freshen on the back of that that win uh, a couple of months ago and um, look, couldn't be any happy with him also. It's probably worked well. Obviously, the, the cheap to beers meeting getting called off and, and that race being pushed back because similar to Tarango with all the rain around, he missed a tick over trial. But with, with this meeting being pushed or you know now this race being able to target this race, meeting, he was able to have a have a little tick over jump out last Tuesday where he went went super. Um, draws to get a perfect, perfect run. Boom Nova should run along. He'll get a a perfect suck run in behind her and hopefully just be able to play a stalking role and, and be able to come off her back and, you know, look, hopefully he can run over the top of her. He obviously, his form, you know, his last few runs have more been sort of at that 1,200-metre mark, but, um, you know, look, fresh, 1,000, Eagle Farm, look where he's got a got a really good record. It, it all sort of all sort of bodes well for him and, um, look, really looking forward to giving his, his opportunity at, at stakes grade. Uh, Sunshine Coast tonight. Uh, I haven't checked scratching, so I'm not sure if any of these are out yet, but one that interests me was Captive Air. In race number eight, formerly with uh, Chris Waller, nice little trial at the uh, the Sunshine Coast recently. Gate number one. I was there yesterday talking to the track manager, and he did tell me he didn't think there'd be any difference inside to outside, but he has the feeling the little jockeys will be heading to the Crown as they normally are. Yeah, look, he's a, obviously a, been a, been a good pick up for the stable. We we bought him online uh, on English Digital and. Um, yeah, look, he's a he's a really nice horse as you'd expect. He's a was a high price yearling, um, and look, been really happy with the way he's come up. He can be sort of a touch keen, so that's why we're, we're obviously all his forms over a little bit further. But wanting to start him off over the thousand, um, looks to be good tempo invo- uh, engaged here, so he should get a perfect run. Sort of hopefully in that midfield position, he can hold a be able to hold a hold a position. And um, yeah, look, he'll, he'll definitely be finishing strongly. Uh, couldn't be any happier with the way he's going. Just whether. A couple of these more more thousand meter type horses are a little bit too sharp for him, but if um, if he can still be sort of travelling coming into the straight, he'll he's a good chance of being able to run over the top of them. Tara Jasmine in the sixth race, I thought was a terrific run first up. Yeah, she was great. Look, just a little bit of a shame she she sort of has just picked up this little bit of a habit of, of stepping away slow. She's obviously done that in the past and having the first run for the stable there at Eagle Farm. Just was a touch tardily out again. Um, which sort of got it a little bit too far back, but the thousand was always probably going to be questionable whether it was going to be a, a touch too sharp for her. So she'll really uh, improve heading out to the heading out to the twelve hundred, and hopefully she can step clean and you know be able to sort of hold a midfield position or you know just a pair back and not have to be right back last. Um, look, it looks a, a really nice race for her, and um, look, there's. Uh, yeah, she's she's a filly that I've got a really high opinion of with what she's shown us so far since joining the stable. So she she should be um, you know right in the mix there tonight. And just rounded out with single memo in the ninth race. Uh, can that horse go upon its winning way? Yeah, definitely. Look, obviously at Ipswich, she just never handled the wet, wet conditions. So hoping that that track can continue to dry out. Probably the, uh, you know, if we can get into a, a middle sort of soft range, would be sort of really happy with her. Looks looks nice speed. She should get a similar run in transit. And um, you know, like I said, as long as, as long as this track's definitely drying out, um, you know, she can show that same turn of foot she showed last start, and and she'll be hard to beat again. Thanks for your time, Matt. Good luck on the weekend and uh, check down the track. Yeah, thanks, guys. There he is, Matty thanks, Hoisted, Matt. uh, with a number of key runners tomorrow uh, at Eagle Farm. Excuse me, he has. And plenty of good uh, horses going around for the stable tonight, as I mentioned. Captive Air, Single Memo, Tara Jasmine, Better Get Set, and Seduction Queen. And you were at Sunshine Coast. For I was. And your suspension's been lifted and you were back <laughs> at lunch. Yeah, had a lovely lunch. It was the media launch for the Caloundra Cup, which is only a month away. 
big turnout there. Some uh, some special guests, uh, Nashville Willer and uh, and Tomo Jeff Thompson. First time I'd seen Tomo in action okay. at a, at that sort of function. Yeah, he didn't leave anything in the locker. Never does, never <laughs> does. So yeah, the Calandra Cup not far away, which means the Ipswich Cup's not far away either. That's two weeks before. So yeah. yeah. So Steph rode the winner of that last year. I think she beat Ben narrowly, didn't she? Or was that the eye liner? There was one of those big races or a race that day. There was the two of she them won fighting the Ipswich it out. Cup, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, and then year. Ben won the eye liner. So they. Uh, they did well that day. Okay. And they did well last week. They as did. Well. We're going to take a break. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We've got some news that we need to catch up on. Some uh, jockey rides, uh, a little bit about Prince of Boom. And keep an eye on, we've been saying this now, I think for 18 months. Keep an eye, maybe longer. Keep an eye on Angela Jones. More yep. about that after this. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly call 1-800-858-858. We haven't had a look, Chris, uh, as to where racing is around the state uh, this weekend. So today we're at the sunny coast tonight. Rocky again today. Albion Park for the um, Harness Racing and Ipswich for the Greyhounds. And speaking of the Greyhounds, their big 50th anniversary uh, celebrations last night. I I didn't ring Luke this morning. I don't think oh, that he'd be in a state to be answering the phone after Celebrations of his own. The Finn Brothers Tribute Band, oh, the Fireworks, been up there. Um, the Determinator, whatever that ride had that he got in there. <laughs> Dominator. But I can tell you, Dominator, that's it. Uh, just a Sort won the 50th anniversary trophy. So just he was Tony Brett, the trainer. I think I read, yes. So just a sort, won the 50th anniversary trophy there uh, last night. Now tomorrow, Eagle Farm, Aquas Park, Gold Coast, and uh, April and Augusta's racing at the Gold Coast. Yes, she's on the grass for the first time. So we'll see how she goes. Leah Kilner will ride from a good gate. I wonder what the the track rating, have you had a look at what that is? Heavy eight yesterday. Heavy eight yesterday. So maybe a soft six by the time we get to tomorrow. Well, the forecast though for the Gold Coast is rain increasing. So, anyway, Toowoomba tomorrow, Longreach, Innisfail, Gundawindi, Kunnamulla. Spoke to a guy, Adrian Vowles is from Kunnamulla, played Origin for Queensland. Um, so, ironically, I had him on the show during the week with Patton Hills. Bowen and Mount Isa, Albion Park for the Harness and Ipswich in Townsville tomorrow for the Greyhounds. Then Sunday, back to the sunny coast, Redcliffe, the Harness and Albion Park and Capella Capella for the Greyhounds. Now, give us uh, an update um, before stations join us at nine o'clock from around the country on some jockey rides. Isotope, uh, Tony Gollan's mare Isotope, will be ridden by Willie Pike in the Stradbroke. So it's a nice little ride for Willie. He's picking up some good rides. He's really starting to make a mark in the southern states. I think uh, Isotope will improve sharply in the Stradbroke. She just needs to draw a gate. So Willie Pike goes on to Isotope for Tony Gollan in the Stradbroke. Um, Prince of Boom, gone for a break, pulled up with a muscle injury last Saturday, and 1,400 metres mightn't have suited him as well. So Prince of Boom we won't see until later in the year. Angela Jones. We've been wrapping her for how long, Mark? Got to well, be 18 months at least, isn't it? Yeah, I've, you and I have both well, her seen first, her. first meeting at Toowoomba, she yeah. rode five winners. Yeah, I've seen her ride some races at Toowoomba that have just been unbelievable. She's got great initiative. She's just a natural jockey. She's now uh, doing some riding for Tony Gollan. She's riding track work for him, and she rode her first city winner or metro winner at uh, Doombin last Monday. She rode Snitzify to win the last race for, for Tony Gollan. So onward and upward for Angela Jones, first of many metro wins. Yeah, no doubt about that. We'll have uh, some more news after a short break here because other stations from around the SEN track network 
will be joining us and Jim Byrne will also be joining us after the break to uh, reminisce about his Group 1 success last week with uh, Desley Forster aboard Apache Chase. So plenty there to talk to Jim about. And uh, he made the point it was one of the highlights of his career. So which is when you consider what he's done, yeah. if not the highlight of his career, but we'll speak to him about that after we take a quick break to allow stations right across the SEN network to join us here on a Friday morning on The Punters, mate. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Good morning. Welcome to those stations around the country joining us in southeast Queensland and welcome back to those that have been with us for the first half hour of the program. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning for the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival. It's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one 800 858 Dare I say it, Chris, mm. it is the Winter Racing Carnival. And I'm sure our listeners down south might uh, chuckle, or at least a tee-hee, when I suggest it's been a bit cool well, the yes. last couple of days oh, look, in I've... southeast Queensland. At least it's not raining, though. It has been cool, but it hasn't really been cool. It has. No. I've got tracksuit pants on, and I've got a jumper on, and it was 8 degrees coming to work at eight degrees isn't 3.30 cool. this morning. It, it, it is cool. You go to you. Melbourne, the maximum, I think, was 9 earlier in the week, so that that's cool. That's a maximum. We're talking a minimum and getting up to 20, so... It's not. It's cool. It's not cold. It's it's, cool. it's a polar surge, Mark. Cool. Apparently, it's that's cool. the new name. It's cool. So it's cool, but at least it's not raining. No, it's not. Although we do have some showers yeah, forecast for no. later in the day, and racing tomorrow another Group One day at Eagle Farm, and tomorrow on Seven Two sees the return of winners it with does. Andrew Bensley and me. I was going to ask, are you on? <laughs> I am, and I'm actually on for, ooh, I think forty minutes of the show. Usually I'm only on wow. for 10, so make sure you, you tune a, in, Mark. Do you have a better shirt than you were wearing when you what? were doing something for SEN that I saw on our website from either Doom, I think it was As Doom, Eagle Farm. Eagle Farm, was yeah. it? Top 10 uh, Winter Carnival uh, classic moments. Right. Oh. And you decided to get your retro shirt? Well, last out. time I did it for Magic Millions, yeah. I wore a Hawaiian-style shirt oh. and copped a lot of grief, so I thought, well, I'll do it again. Okay. right up. Anyway, you'll be on tomorrow with with, with Bensley. Andrew Bensley. Yep. yep, I will be looking forward to that next two on weeks. Seven two. The tomorrow. next two yep. Saturday mornings, and then you got your Stradbroke show next week. All the week, eleven All to twelve. Week. That'll be Stradbroke good. season radio. So doesn't matter what you, doesn't matter what you wear on the radio, but it does matter what you wear tomorrow. <laughs> I won't wear so a Hawaiian shirt Channel on TV. Well, tomorrow. hopefully Channel Seven have a, a wardrobe department for you. Uh, we'll chat with Jimmy Byrne shortly, but um, uh, some other news for those just joining us. We were mentioning before about uh, Willie Pike riding Isotope in the Stradbroke, Angela Jones doing so well uh, with riding her first Metropolitan winner, and Capital Tower has been sold to Hong Kong. Capital Tower from the Tony Gollan stable ran a nice race last week at uh, at Eagle Farm, has been sold to Hong Kong interest, so we won't see that one anymore, packed up and shipped off to Hong Kong, no doubt for a, a princely sum for the owners there, who have done very well out of that. And as we were just talking about, uh, a big weekend last weekend with the win uh, for Apache Chase, Desley Foster, who Patton Heels we spoke to, Desley, on Monday morning on the program, delighted, um, a little bit more restrained on Monday than she was <laughs> on Saturday normally at the races, and so happy for our next guest who is always so generous with his time here on SEN, and we congratulate Jim Byrne on another Group 1 win. Jim, congratulations. Thanks, fellas. How are you? Oh, we're really well, mates, and uh, it must have meant a lot to you because after the race you were saying, you know, the highlight of your career, is that still how you feel almost a week later? Yeah, look, it's 
it's um, look. I, I, you know, I've had a I've had a great career. Like obviously, uh, um, you know, you, you, you win your premierships and your and, and your Stradbrokes and derbies and whatnot. But um, you know, it, it's one of those things that one that's been so close to you so long. Um, and and you know, I mean, like I know what it meant for 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 Des. Um, and she's, you know, she's a close family friend, and um, I've known her. Jesus, I've known her for since I was doing sab riding for Peter Moody up here. She was foreman up here for Peter Moody, and obviously, uh, it's well documented. She went down and, and helped him establish Melbourne stable. Um, so I actually went overseas at that time, and um, but again, my association with Des goes all the way back then. So um, you know, it it, it was. Yeah, I, just really special, and 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 again, I mean, like it's great to win those races, and 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 keep in mind that you know our job's not over yet. We've still got one more race to go. Um, you know that I'm 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 passionate about, um, and I think um, you know, whilst as good as it was on Saturday, I'm I'm hoping it's not going to be the highlight. Yeah, the Strad broke mm-hmm. now. The aim and. And Jim, what sort of field did Apache Chase you? You did everything that uh, you said, and Desley said before the race that Apache Chase was aiming to do. Um, how did you feel Apache Chase finished the race heading into the Stratty? Oh, look. Keep in mind, um, going into the Archer, everyone was everyone. Um, you know, they were looking at him going into the Archer. That'd be just a lay down there, but. Um, it was one of those races where he'd, he'd missed a trial. We had actually, um, Des had to take him to Ipswich and give him a track gallop at Ipswich and just to, just to get him on the float, sort of trying to, trying to get that sort of trial fitness underneath him. But unfortunately, it's, it, it's never as good. Uh, so he was going into the Archer with only one trial under his belt. Um, and, you know, it was a stellar effort in that. And come Saturday, uh, last week, uh, I thought to myself, uh, you know, I knew the horse was hard and fit. I mean, like he'd, he'd, he'd had that nice hard run up and up in Rocky, um, and I knew he'd be there for a long, long time. And um, you know, he's he's one of those horses that doesn't like horses getting past him. Um, it, it's been well documented how previously, as a three-year-old, he'd want to run through the bridle a little bit too much with you, and he wouldn't relax mid-race. And uh, he's not that sort of horse anymore. He's very much push-button. Um, and so when I wanted him to switch down between the 900 and the, and the three, he completely switched down. So, um, you know, he's, he's just a more versatile horse now and, and, and he's a true group one performer. So, um, you know, from mine, he gave me a great feel on the weekend. Um, he, he showed everything that, that he'd done everything that I thought he could do. Um, and obviously, you know, he's, he's proven the, uh, the faith that, uh, he's proven the faith that Des has had in the horse for for a long, long time. The, the horse is a genuine Group One horse. I think we need another cap in here, Chris, because Jim Heels has got his merch corner, and we've got an alligator blood cap, we've got an isotope cap, and we've got a Rothfire cap. We now need an Apache Chase cap. Well, I don't know. Thinking about that, every time he gets a cap, the horse sort of loses a bit no, of form. No, so. well, anyway, <laughs> we need sure to add in an Apache thing. Chase to Heels's merch corner. <laughs> Well, you can get a you can get a Pachy Chase cap if that be the case uh, after next week. Yeah, that's so right. There we go. Wait. Yeah, we'll wait for a week. And Heels has been on holidays, Jim. That's why you haven't seen him at Hoppies. So we'll wait until after the Strata. Yeah, Jimmy. This time last year, you were wasting to ride uh, in the Stradbroke uh, to ride a Pachy Chase in the Stradbroke. Completely different this year. Yeah. Look, you know, again, 
last year. Uh, it was one of those things I was confident with the horse. Um, going into the race, said he was a genuine, genuine top three chance. Um, and, you know, I'm like, the horse, the horse give us everything he had on the day. But, um, you know, in hindsight, you know, you, you, the horse had actually uh, look at, you know, when you reflect back uh, on the, the horse, we pushed all our chips in the start before to try and get him into the Stradbroke. And he was probably just at the end of his end of his prep the last time, and it's not that's not the case this time. He's going third up into the Stradbroke, and um, you know you, you have a look at the horse's form. He always performs perfectly uh, third up, so uh, he should give us a great sight. What sort of a gate are you looking for in the Stradbroke, Jimmy? What would be the ideal gate? Obviously, you want to draw five and under. Yep. Um, you know, look, he's so quick, uh, but again, barriers uh, barriers aren't too important with the horse because he puts himself straight on speed anyway um but again you know i'm like you never want to over over exert yourself trying to get across the face of a field especially a full field um so obviously i want to draw as low as i possibly can now on to uh tomorrow now race number two you're riding paladas if there's ever a horse that finds trouble it's paladas doing the map doing the map for this race and i know you're very uh very keen you do all your form i i really can't find a leader in the race maybe barney's law maybe whether you go forward such as you did at the sunshine coast going back a few runs took any bad or any bad luck completely out of the equation is that the plan well that that i mean like yeah you pretty much have done your speed map very very similar to myself um probably the only other horse that really can go forward and i know the horse quite well is drawn awkward um is that See uh, Marie, she's fresh. Um, she can go forward, and, and I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if she is right up on speed as well. So um, it'd be Barney's Law, myself. Um, probably Chris's horse will roll forward um, from the one, and probably just hold its hold its uh, posse early. So that'll generate a little bit more speed in the race. But I'll I'll, I'll press the horse forward. I'm more than sure Tony's instructions will be that. Um, and look, you know. The horse's bad luck is uh, one of them was definitely the jockey's fault. Oh. Um, so, uh, that, That's life. That is myself. That that yeah, that was myself. And um, um, look, you know, the horse is in great form. Uh, the horse worked with, uh, I think it was Baller the other morning, um, and I was very very pleased with the way the horses work. So, um, you know, look, the horse is going to give us a really good sight tomorrow. Yeah, it does look his race. Hopefully, that's the case. So, race four, the Bill Carter. You're riding XO Lady for Desley. Uh, on the quick backup, back to 1,200 metres, obviously, suits. Yeah, look, I was very confident going into last week that she'd run a strong 1,400. Uh, I just think that she maybe she's just a little bit too brilliant at, at, at this point of her career. Um, she bounced out and she put herself straight on speed and we let the speed go. Um, Swiss ex, uh, Swiss uh, XO uh, yep. led and I just took the sit on it and... When it kicked away at the 300, I thought, oh, well, you know, I don't want to move too early. I was, I wasn't too concerned, and I thought I'd wait until at least a furlong before I really ask her for, a, for, for an effort. And sure enough, come to the furlong, she had hit the wall. So I, I just didn't think that she run the strong 1400. Um, and the six furlongs is far better for her, and she'll put herself straight there again. Um, uh, Penthouse will roll, probably roll forward and put herself, put itself there from. Um, um, just underneath me, so I'll just probably roll forward with it. And she's very quick out of the machine. She puts herself straight in the race. So, you know, look, uh, I'm expecting a lot better run from her this weekend. 
In the Oaks, you're riding the roughy here, the emergency that gets a start, uh, and that's Cupid's Kiss. Do you know much about her other than what you've seen on the videos? Yeah, actually, I haven't finished the form of the race just yet. Uh, you do your form pretty much all uh, of today, <laughs> and uh, hopefully, um, you know, look, We've got a we've got a bit of an awkward draw, and it does uh, just on face value the, the the race looks like it could be a, a a pretty messy race going out of the straight the first time. So um, there's a little bit of speed um, from the horse of Johnny Sargent, so it'll it, it'll probably roll forward. And um, myself, uh, I just got to try and find a find a backside, I think, and uh, just give myself the softer run as possible. But again, I haven't finished the form of the race. Now, uh, the Sunshine Coast, now I haven't checked scratchings, Amathuba, are you still going up for that ride? Uh, no, thankfully it's scratched. <laughs> I was so going I to say, <laughs> I, I couldn't uh, see you travelling up I the highway. Ride and traffic. <laughs> Just what you well, don't look, need. You, yeah, look, um, um, the horses going, uh, the horses win the other the other week when I went on to the Eagle Farm was great. Um, the horse come from back in the field, it was Originally, that wasn't the plan. My plan was to roll forward with the horse, and um, the horse has actually raced on speed and for, for, for most of its career, um, and it just wasn't quick out, so I just elected to ride it quiet, and um, the horse showed a really good turn of foot when I, uh, in doing that, and uh, I noticed that, uh, today when I was doing the form for the race today, there's a bit of speed, so it was probably one of those races that it was going to be a little bit awkward in the race, uh, for the horse to actually win, so I was going to have to roll forward and um, really put the horse on speed and hopefully uh, get across it. But it had drawn awkward, so um, yeah, it was just a, a bit of a tricky race, especially being on a on, on a wet track. I think the horse was up here to try and find these drier tracks, and unfortunately, it hasn't been able to find it. So I, I do know the horse is uh, racing on Sunday. So. Jim, thanks so, yeah, thanks so much for your time, mate. Much appreciated. I'll let you get back to the form and good luck over the weekend. Good on you, boys. Thank thanks, you so Jim. much for the call. Thanks, mate. There he is, Jimmy Byrne, who's always so, so generous with his time for us here on SEN, so we won't get the Apache chase cap for, no, don't for you? a while. No, no, no. That could be, um, I can't think of the word, Jinx Corner over there be. at the moment. Well, no, well, anyway, we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, we, we, you had the photo of Ash Barty. I know, she retired. Heels put up, and she retired a month after Heels put the photo of Ash up on the merch corner as well. So you might be onto something there, Chris. You never know. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. After the break, we'll come back and look at the latest betting markets with Scott Cross from CrossBet. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. The Punter's Mate on a Friday morning. Mark Brabel and Chris Nelson. Time to get the latest betting markets thanks to CrossBet. Remember, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I wonder how nervous he'll be feeling at the moment because his Reds face all or nothing tonight, this afternoon in Christchurch at 5 past 5 when they take on... The Crusaders in the first of the quarterfinals in Super Rugby. Morning, Scott. How are you? Very good morning to you too. I'm great. And nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say nervous. I, I think it's a. I think it's a fait accompli that this is the uh, the last game for the Reds. Unfortunately, an air of resignation. Yeah, I don't think I need to work myself up that there's a hope. I mean. It's a repeat of last week's game. We play the Crusaders uh, in New Zealand, um, and I feel we're priced accordingly. The Reds are at eleven dollars, uh, and the Crusaders are at a dollar and three cents. And I think it's uh, it just goes to show the dominance of, of New Zealand rugby and 
you know, rightfully so. I think uh, the Crusaders will just get better and better as it, you know, ultimately will probably end up a Crusaders versus Blues grand final. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Do you reckon any of the Aussie teams, the Waratahs and the, the Brumbies are also in quarterfinals? Do you reckon we'll get any Aussie winners? It's really going to hurt me to have to barrack for the uh, for the Brumbies at some <laughs> stage, but they, <laughs> they they may be our only hope. Okay. But I think it's um I think the, the the Kiwi teams are too good. Cracking game of AFL last game I think it is on Sunday afternoon. Chris, is that right? Um, over at uh, Frio, over in WA, the Lions against Fremantle, second against third. Exactly, and Frio yeah. uh, knocked over Melbourne last yeah. week, of course. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a cracking game, and it's it's a flip of the coin when it comes to the odds. Uh, the Lions have moved in a little bit. They're $1.96. Fremantle are eighty-eight at home. But look, the line's nothing in it. There's a dollar and a half, uh, one and a half points in it. I think this is a flip of the coin, and mm. look, you'd think on form you'd go for Fremantle at home, but let's hope the Lions can, can shake them up. Well, let's hope the Lions can play for four quarters and not oh. just for three or three and a half as they did last week. They'll be on by nearly 100 at quarter time, 10 minutes to go to quarter time, Chris. They'll be on by 30-odd. It doesn't help. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You can't keep doing that all the no, time. No, you cannot. In any sport. You can't, you know. Especially but... in big games. Now, the Suns, who would have thought the Suns would be where they are and they're facing uh, North Melbourne who are in disarray. So they've got the opportunity of winning three in a row. Yep, uh, the Suns are at a dollar and eight cents. North wow. Melbourne at seven dollars fifty. The we were, line on this is forty Melbourne. and a half. Forty and a half. Uh, when was the last time you would have said the Suns are at a dollar oh eight? Yeah, <clears throat> when they played North. Times, look, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> look, I think once again they're just it goes to show just in the disarray the North Melbourne are in, and uh, the Suns probably run this home very easily. Now, the Queensland Oaks is the group one tomorrow. The, the feature race at Eagle Farm. Uh, is Gypsy Goddess the favourite or is there some money coming late for Barb Raider? Well, you almost took the words out of my mouth. Gypsy Goddess is the favourite. Opened at four. Is it 4.20? Um, probably about a quarter of the hold uh, at the moment for it. Uh, the Brett Preble horse, Aravine, uh, is at 4.50. Bit of money coming for it as well. However, yes, Barb Raider is the market mover. Opened at 11 into $6.50. Um, and you know, my money would be with Barb uh, Raider. But uh, I think it's going to come down to Gypsy Goddess or Barb Raider. But uh, the money's certainly coming hard and fast. Uh, for the market mover. Why, Chris? Well, the money, will, Gypsy Goddess has to drift, and she has because of the wide gate. Yep. It's a tough task. Barb Raider, if you do your speed map, you'll see that there's not a lot of speed. Barb Raider draws awkwardly too, but she'll just fly across and sit in the first four. And they've all got to get past her, and she's tough and she's game and she'll run the trip out. So I can see that price, okay. that early price was definitely over. Yeah. Now, state of origin, Scott, uh, Queenslanders, as usual, outsiders. But, you know, I know there's been some money for them late, and they're still, I reckon, great value for origin one. A hundred percent. I agree. Uh, Queensland at $2.35. There's also, there's always value in Queensland. I mean, New South Wales are always favourites. They start favourites every match. And, you know, on paper, yes, they're probably the better team. Um, but, you know, if, if DCE fires, um, there's no reason that Queensland aren't in this. It's less than a try on the line. It's $3.50. And, you know, I'm obviously not going to tip against Queensland, but I do think there is value at two thirty-five for the Maroons. And very quickly, the big fight in Melbourne. How do you, what are the, the market there? Cambosis underdog? Yeah, Cambosis is the underdog again. I think he's the perennial underdog. $2.35 against a, a relatively unknown Devin Haney. He's at $1.66. Uh, maybe Cambosis can pull out another miracle and, and keep his belts again, but uh, the, the money certainly is on, uh, is on the American. Have a good week, mate. We'll chat next week. 
Take care. All the best. Good on you, mate. Scott Cross from Crossbet. Remember, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Now, thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. Follow, fold or forgive alligator blood. Where did this run come from, Mark? Alligator blood we'd all written off. Uh, He had that form, obviously, when he was with David Van Dyke and he had a few runs here over the summer and didn't do anything. And off he goes to Gay and Adrian. We heard a lot about him. And he reappears last week and puts in one of the runs of the day, if not the run of the day, sitting wide, looked to be in trouble and under pressure in the straight. And there he was. He went down by a narrow margin on the line. It was a huge run. However, can he repeat that run in the Stradbroke? I mean, what do we, what are we going to get out of him in the Stradbroke? Is it going to be the alligator blood we saw last week and earlier in his career? Or is it going to be the alligator blood that we saw over the summer period? So for that reason, I've introduced another F. Oh, I'll, I'll introduce another F here. Go on. <laughs> fence. Oh, you're sitting on the fence. And I reckon that in weeks to come, you will get splinters because now you've introduced another one. You will be using that every week. You're going to yep. sit on the fence. So I'm going to sit bit, on the it's fence. It's a bit late. It's a bit late for that. If I don't know, what to, do. I don't know what to do with him. We'll talk about it next week then. He was a fo- he's a follow, but then you think of his summer form and you've got to be wary. Right-o. So he's a fence. Righto. Oscar Zulu. Fold. I was keen on him last week. Uh, he had a good yes, run in the race. Yes, you were very keen on very him last keen. week. Very keen. Did absolutely nothing. Uh, look, you should forgive them. To that. You yeah. should forgive them one run. Uh, but I just can't. Okay. So I'm going to bag Oscar Zulu for a while. And his stable mate, Ducon, goes in the bin with him as well. Oh. I've been on so him. So we have no follows. No. We have no forgives. <laughs> no, we just got a fence. A fence. And two folds. And two folds. So Ducon, he's let me down a couple of times now. Look, there's probably a race for him, but not. At the current time against the current class of horses. Well, I have two. My horse that I own, the Big Goodbye, Pardon. with others. Well, yeah. The, well, I mean, just what's a word, Chris? The Big Goodbye. <laughs> Means a lot sometimes. The Big Goodbye. Yes. Yeah, so he was very impressive. Follow. Yeah, yep. Yep. Rothfire. Yeah, well, he was a better run last week. So uh, no, third up, I think he was last week. He, yeah. he improved. And Rob Heathcote says he's right on track for the Stradbroke. So he needs to draw a gate. Uh, he doesn't we've got, need to a, lot, we've got a lot of interest in the Stradbroke. There's going to be so many horses that can win the Stradbroke. Well, you're right. And mm. look, little stable mate, Star Tontes. When she gets a clear run in oh, a race, she's Apache a chance Chase too. as well. Isotope, Alligator Blood. They're all there. They're all there. Yep. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. What is your weekend forecast? Well, would you like me to start with the Oaks, which I've already yeah, discussed yeah. anyway well, with Barb Raider. Barb Raider, yep. I just think that she's the safe bet, and she certainly was when she was 10 or $11. She's not that now, but she's still a good price. As I said, she rolls forward. She settles in the first four. And there's a lot of fillies in this race that have drawn horribly. And where they end up in the run, nobody knows. Some might push forward. Some will obviously go back. But there's going to be a few probably caught out in no man's land. But not her. She'll go forward. She'll get a good run. She'll run the trip out. No issues whatsoever. She's got Craig Williams on board. He's a group one jockey if there's ever been one. So I'm going to go with her each way. Race nine, number one, Barb Raider. As for best bets... Paladas, race two, number six for Jimmy Byrne. As uh, I mentioned to Jimmy, this horse can find a lot of trouble, whether it be jockey-related or not. But he goes forward tomorrow. He settles in the first, according to Jimmy, first four. And from there, he shouldn't find too much trouble, you wouldn't think. And he should be hard to beat. So race two, number six, Paladas. It's a lovely race for him. Uh, The last race is my other best bet, and that's number two, Ingratiating from the Godolphin Stable. They've got the two favourites here, Ingratiating and Athelric. There looks to be good speed on paper, really good speed. So they charge along here and they'll hopefully uh, basically burn up or burn each other into the ground up front. Ingratiating will be out the back. Patton is to run home hard. 
He likes to do that. He likes to give uh, be given plenty of time and then get to the outside and run on. He can do that. Uh, his form is much better than these. He's got lengths on these. He, he ran third in a Group 1 five starts ago. He wasn't far away in the Oakley Plate, the Group 1 race two starts ago, and he's back on dry ground. It's a lot of pluses for ingratiating, and he's a good price. He's around 5 or $6. So more than happy to be uh, with him in the last race as one of my best. So best of race two, number six, and race 10, number two. Uh, I do like uh, Barb Raider each way in the Oaks. The Morton Cup, we've got time for that. Yep. Race eight, number five, shooting for goal. We spoke to Matt Hoisted. I just think this sets up nicely for him. He's a good horse when he's fresh, and he hasn't raced for uh, for five weeks. That's going to suit. Obviously, the track at the Gold Coast that day on Hollandale Day was too gluey for him. It was his first go on a heavy. He didn't handle it at all. Again, good speed in the race. There's some nice types, Kementari, Baller, etc. But see, they can have off days more often sometimes than they have on days. Whereas he likes Eagle Farm, I said he likes the dry track, and he'll get to the outside and charge home. So he's a good each-way price as well. Right, so there that is your weekend forecast, and of course April and Augusta. At, Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed for Leah Kilmer. Park, Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah so hope that rain go. stays away. Now, just before we go, we're about to run out of time. Um, have you got your wardrobe sorted for tomorrow? Do you know what you're wearing on winners seven two from ten o'clock? Is it tomorrow? Ten o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be just be wearing a, a pleasant looking shirt, Mark. I won't oh, go over the top. That worries me. I Because your idea of a pleasant looking shirt, if it's what you wore. <laughs> For your top 10, what was it? Top 10 winner carnival yeah. moments? And yeah. number eight's just come up too if you want oh, to have, really? a look, have a look at the shirt. Righto. Seven to go. And did I didn't you have, change. Did you have 10 shirts? You got 10? No, they're oh, all the same, the same shirt. shirt. Yeah, the same oh, shirt. Dear. Uh, was there no one in charge? Or was this just one bloke with his phone filming it? No, no. It was a proper cameraman. Uh, wardrobe was left up to me. <laughs> Therein lies tell. the problem. Therein <laughs> lies the problem. Never leave the wardrobe that mu- up to That me. music says we better go. Uh, oh. Okay. Good luck tomorrow with Thank the you, winners. Mark. Have a good Seven weekend. Two. And I will. And we'll Make see sure you next Friday. Make sure you tune fr- in and see we'll what see shirt I wear. We'll see you next Friday. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be all across social media. That's all we have time for on this week's edition of The Punters, mate. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Don't forget winners tomorrow morning on 7-2 and across SEN track.